0: Hi, Damien.
1: Hey, Ross.
0: Hey, hey. Hey. I like this podcast, and I was just wondering if if there's, like, a comedy show with the sense of humour of this podcast, particularly this weekend of November 18 and 19, because I think that would really speak to my interests. Uh,
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh, well, well, I I, I think I know a couple of, couple of, couple of boys who are also party boys. Ah, yeah. Um... It's actually two guys who do this podcast. Oh, and, wow. oh, Yeah. Yeah, which uh, is kind of awkward because we're on this podcast quite frequently. Yeah,
0: who else could it be?
1: Beats me. All I know is they're doing a show called Party in Progress, which is showcasing a whole bunch of their their sketches. So, uh, that they, uh, they sound really good. Really? Yeah, so if you like this sense of humour of this podcast, you might actually really enjoy the show. I mean, it's on a butterfly club, 18th and 19th of November. Butterfly club? That's that really trendy, hip, cool bar where you want to take all your friends.
0: Yeah, I just... I love butterfly clubs. I shat my pants just thinking about how excited I am to go there to see some live comedy.
1: It's an interesting way to show your excitement, but I, I, I like the sentiment
0: I have irritable bowel syndrome
1: Well See a doctor
0: Yep, see a doctor And get yourself a prescription for Late Night Party Boys Party in Progress And see November the show eight, November 18 and
1: 19 See the show and see doctors Late Night Party Boys Late Night Party Boys Late Night Party Boys These boys are party boys Late... Party boys, late night party boys, late night party boys, boys. these boys are A party yeah. or this party or oh, having a party. yo 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 these guys party boys in the oh, house. heaven party boys in the house a party party boys all up
0: My feeling is, since Camilla's left, they're positioning Lauren to be the new main one, and Gucci means the new fifth. What? This is another episode of oh, Late Night Party Boys. Uh, uh Damien Vosk. Damien Vosk and Ross Purdy. Hi, hey Ross
1: Purdy. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, today we've got a treat because I don't know what's going on. We we had a few guests. Uh, they're coming. They. are they're coming. Not not today though. Uh, not today. I'm I'm going to be the guest for today, and Ross has. I've given Ross some dot points on some of my stories. Yeah, yep. yep. And I went
0: away. I wrote a script.
1: We're going to read it. Yeah. None of us know what to expect. So, what what story did you want me to tell? Just yell out an age that I've been.
0: Okay, thirty. I
1: haven't been thirty. Thirty-one. I think, have not been to a 30th? Yeah, they're, they're, they're not exciting.
0: What, that's for <laughs> Because your 20s are over. You yeah. have to have your life together yeah, by then. Yeah, you're, yeah. L-
1: you're lamenting the fact it's all over. It's all downhill.
0: Yeah, midlife crisis.
1: Yeah. Depends how plan- long you plan to live, <laughs> really.
0: I mean, everyone lives to about 60 these days, don't they? Not everyone. Yeah, everyone just dies at I 60. I mean, that's my plan.
1: You planned it? My plan? What are you going to die of, Ross? You, are you healthy? I no, you're not healthy. No, no, man. you got terrible eating habits.
0: Got terrible eating habits. Your meals
1: are erratic. <laughs> They're never planned. I've been with you a whole day and then you've just <laughs> eaten one meal. And most of it was just strawberry milk. Mind pro- you,
0: that was Adelaide Fringe, so no one eats well during Fringe.
1: Yeah, but most people just don't live off strawberry milk that's also used as a prop in a show. And it's gone mouldy. It didn't go mouldy. It went sour. It didn't go sour. It went sour. It did not
0: I go... I could smell it. It went sour. Look, it might have gone sour and mouldy. But it was still delicious. I guess have you ever tried mouldy milk? It's great.
1: No. It was even clumpy by the end, which was... At least you stopped drinking it after it got clumpy. Anyway. So, yeah, Ross is only going to live to 60. I hope I live... Probably a bit longer than that. Yeah, what,
0: what What? ballpark figures, ballpark figures, what do you want to... Uh,
1: I'd like to get to 80, 80s. Oh, 80. Because then you can just say anything. Like 60s, you still look young enough that you should have some sensibility. Mm. But 80s, you can get into a good rant.
0: Really? So re- everything you've been holding back now, you're saving up for your 80s?
1: Yeah. I don't even know what I'm holding back. I'm sure the times will change and... Things that I held dear to myself at this age will be gone and I'll have a sense of outrage burning inside that I need to communicate with everyone that I'll have a conversation with.
0: Or even look at me. Gonna, what's going to be the big things old people are going to rant about by the time you hit 80?
1: Back in my day, we used to have
0: regular food. Now they have these pills. You put water on them, it turns into food. It's not real food.
1: Gone but- are the days of a home-cooked meal or a microwave dinner. Where you could see the vegetables. Now it's all dehydrated space junk.
0: Back in my day, we had TV. Uh, it was shows you watched on a schedule. It was terrible, but God, by gum, you just had to stick to it.
1: It'll be something like that. Yep. Um, pick, pick. Oh, man. Just give me a word, I'll come up with some kind of story.
0: Okay, what about 21st? Everyone's. Uh, 21st, some sort uh, of 21st story. That's an easy yeah, sort of bridge. I got,
1: a, I got a pretty good one. Got a pretty good one. So my house, my my the house, my family's house had a kind of reputation when I was growing up at my school of being the party house.
0: The party house. The
1: party house, and that's because, and it, and it's from a very uncool thing that turned out to be a good party. So I was in uh, the School Musical, uh, Susical. Seussical. Uh, Dr. Seuss's musical, and I played right. the, the turtle, which um, was a lead. Judge Yertle the turtle. Wow. Had a couple of singing bits. Which That's a... Was what a heartfrob pre- role. Pretty sweet role. Um, anyway, so at the at the cast-after party, um, basically they the, the first person who was going to host it, um, they kind of... They kind of like... A, that fell through. And mm. so it was, like, a lo- the last minute sort of week we had to decide where we were going to have it. And I was just... And I don't know, my parents had divorced and my mum wanted to be a cool mum. She came and saw the musical. She loved it. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, all of them look like nice, young, respectable girls and boys. They can come over and party at our house. And then my mum, <clears throat> she grew up very, very conservative. Mm-hmm. Like, probably, yeah, like, didn't... Have any alcohol or anything till it she was legal, and crazy stuff like that, and so she just saw all these like fifteen to eighteen year olds just bringing so much booze that it terrified her. Right.
0: Because um, when to, when a party's around, man, all the respectability just goes down yeah, the gurgler.
1: Exactly. And and so, yeah. So. And it, was, it got a reputation at the school because, because you know, when you're in a musical, sometimes... Have you been in a musical, Ross?
0: Uh, no, no, I haven't.
1: Not even a chorus? No. Ensemble? No. Uh, stage director?
0: Yeah, I've been a stage director.
1: Oh, yeah. There we go. So you,
0: I direct a stage.
1: You've directed stage before, so you've got some connection to it. Um, so when you've like, been forming these bonds over, like, four or five months... And there's, you know, scripted sexual tensions and just regular tensions Mm. amongst the cast. That manifests itself in these situations where everyone's friends. So, basically, it divulged into this whole bunch of 16-year-olds just seeing how many people they could make out with and everyone just on board with it. And so that got back to the school and they were like, oh, Damien knows how to throw a sick party. (laughs) And so, yeah, for for many years my house was known as a party house. Anyway, cut to my 21st. It still had the prestige of R- this party. Right, house. still got that it was legacy, still legendary, yeah. legendary. Right? And I'm like, well, you know, I want this party to be great. And at the time, I thought the pinnacle of greatness was American Pie. Right, that that awful film. Yeah, like, that now I have na-
0: 1999 film, Jason Biggs, yeah. Sean William Scott. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I thought that was one of the greatest films ever made, just because it captured the high school experience. Now I look back and realize how how much of an idiot I was. Anyway, so I thought like I, I me and my friends used to also have this thing every weekend. We'd have like a really trashy movie night. We'd go to this. We'd go to the <coughs> the video store. Um, we had one at the corner of our house. Of course, now they're extinct. Oh, video,
0: st- video, video store! What's a video store, Damien?
1: Well, a video store is you know when you used to just get. I mean, nowadays you get every movie that's ever existed for free off the internet. Yeah. Back in the day, people would download, burn them to discs, or just buy them from the rightful copyright owners and store them in cases. Wow. That sounds so medieval. And you'd rent them for a couple of dollars a night. Wow. That just sounds so
0: old hat. What were old people thinking?
1: Who knows? Things are a lot easier now, Russ. Um, Anyway, so... DVDs. Oh yeah, I used to think American Pie was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And along with like all the other plethora of trashy teen coming of age films, like um, I was, I, I was very mature right up until about twenty three years old, and then, then I kind of like got some perspective. But until then, I was, I was, I had the maturity of a fourteen year old. Right, um, right. So I thought American Pie was the coolest film franchise ever. Look, they hadn't made the spin-offs yet, okay? No, no, no. Okay, no, this is no. pre spin-off era. Anyway, so I I had a back to school themed, uh, themed, themed twenty first, right? Mm. And so everyone had to come in their school uniforms, which was which was pretty fun. And we had one of my one of my friends was kinda like the alpha male of our group. I made him dress up as a principal and he just hand out detentions. And if you got a detention, you had to go to the bar and take a shot. Um, also, when you walked in the door, you got handed out a cliche from these teen film movies, right? Alright, so you, so one of the cliches was you have to go under the stairs and put on a Scooby Doo costume. Be like just just be like a novelty random guy in a costume, being like, I thought it was a costume party to everyone. <laughs> Another one was play a prank, a classic teen prank on someone. Another one was, um, uh, they were kind of like, most of them were pretty attainable. Then I had one that was like hit on Damien's mom. She's the mill for the party. Mm. Um, Why would you
0: put her... Come on, Damien.
1: It actually worked out well because my mom... I mean, obviously they weren't going to try to sleep with my single mom, my newly single mom. They wouldn't have done that. Um... I trust my friends. And anyway, so what happened was they'd just talk with her and flirt with her a bit. And at the end of the party, my mom was like, your friends are really nice, Damien. Like, Danielle's friends, which is my younger sister, like mm-hmm. Danielle's friends, they don't talk to me at all. But your friends went above and beyond just to make that effort. And I'm like, well, that was actually a, a great, uh...
0: Yeah, things turned out things well. Things turned out yeah, quite yeah. well.
1: They kept my mom company a little bit. And, and she was wearing a sign on her back that said MILF. That I convinced her it meant Mother I Love Forever. And she thought it was really sweet.
0: Oh, can it mean that for now on?
1: Maybe it can.
0: Because Mother I Like the Fuck is just so aggressive yeah. and gross and Mother yeah. I love forever. It's just it's yeah. It's got
1: that sentimental beauty to it. Yeah.
0: Let's take ma- let's take back MILF.
1: We're taking it back. We're taking back you. MILF. We're making it something tender and beautiful. Yeah. Now it sounds weird again. Oh, <laughs> Uh, well, and okay, so I also had this other thing at the party that, uh, that oh yeah, so I also, I, I love gimmicks. I love a good gimmick, Ross. Yeah, so yeah, I naturally, yeah. oh, there was a beer bong, because beer bongs were, like, people still, they were at every... You gotta mix trash. up
0: your beers with your bongs, you know, you know what got, I
1: mean? Like, so, like, one of the things was, you're the king of the beer bong, some cliche. I don't know. It was dumb.
0: Beer bong and king, then, Yep.
1: And then I also had a... Uh, beer
0: bong monarchy.
1: A massive inflatable inflatable pool and we had jelly wrestling and um it was one of those weird things it's not real jelly like you can't eat the jelly it's like this oh. biodegradable sex jelly like it's made for wrestling yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and it's, but you can pour it in your garden afterwards it fertilizes the well i guess that's so that you know it's not wasteful but it does stick around in your garden there's just weird jelly in your garden for a long time <laughs> We had jelly wrestling, and I had to be a good party host. So I'm like, well, I need to lead by. Okay. Also, at this stage, this is how my how immature I was, Ross. Uh, when I f- towards the end of high school and into in t- my 21st, I was convinced that I would be my own cartoon character. By m- and by that I mean, wear the same thing all the time because cartoon characters never change their Yeah.
0: Clothes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I figured like, I'm gonna wear tuxedo shirts. And because they're always hilarious, they're never going to go out of fashion. (laughs) Little did I know they'd already gone out of fashion in the 80s. (laughs) And it was over. Uh, But I used to wear tuxedo shirts everywhere. And to this day, I still have like 10 of them. Like, just lying around. I don't wear them anymore, but I just have 10 of them. Because I Mm. I guess I, I used to wear novelty shirts in lieu of having a fully formed personality. Right, and, right. And now I have one of those. I feel like I can can just have a conversation. A
0: person, You have a personality?
1: Yeah. Oh, God, I wish I had a personality. We'll get one. Oh, you're, hope, you're a couple of years younger than me, Ross. One
0: day I'll have a personality, by God.
1: Just wish upon that star, and you'll be a real boy.
0: Oh, one day I'll be a real boy with real personality. Oh,
1: oh my God, where am I? Okay, <laughs> jelly wrestling. Jelly wrestling. Jelly wrestling. No,
0: not, not the edible kind, but sex kind.
1: The, the sex jelly wrestling. Okay, so... I, so this person, so a jelly wrestling like I, I was pretty conservative school that I went to um, and most of my friends were still from school. There was a few uni friends there, but they were all, they weren't as sort of, they didn't know everyone as well as my school friends. So it was kind of hard to get the jelly wrestling started, but there was about like 20 gate crashes just because of my house's reputation that had walked past and turned up. And so I felt like I had to be a good party host, and I'm just like, hey, who wants to wrestle the party boy? And then just some random I'd never met got in there. And wrestling jelly feels really good. Like, I was just I was very mm. drunk, and there was oh, Goon of wow. Fortune as well.
0: Oh, sense. yeah. Um, classic Goon of... Classic yeah.
1: Goon of Fortune. Anyway, so we were wrestling in the jelly, and I was just, like, so drunk, I was just like, the jelly feels great, and I'm just swimming in it. And then I was wrestling this random girl that turned up to the party, and she was just beating the shit out of me. And I'm just like, the jelly feels good. <laughs> yeah, you know? you're
0: too concerned with how the jelly was feeling the on your on was your skin. You so good. you I'm didn't like, want to fight.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. like, Who wants to fight when you've got the soothing effects of jelly? Yeah, you're a lover, and, not a fighter. Yeah. A I lover was, of jelly. Yeah. And then I was like, everyone was cheering and yelling, and they're like, I'm like, how do you even win this? Because like, she was a pretty small girl, and like she was going hard, but like I was still. I'm like, not that I'm huge, but I was just, like, I was still able to just, like, not get the total crap beaten out of me. And I'm like, how do you win this? And, like, you got to take off her shirt. And I'm like, oh, I think this probably should stop. Nah, i wash,
0: I wash my hands of this. <laughs> I'm
1: like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. I didn't know what I was getting into. Um, and so I got out, and then one of my other friends who uh, jumped in there, and he was just challenging people, um, which is never a great, Great thing. Uh, a few people wrestled and it was fun and they had fun and then they left. And then this friend got in and he was like taunting this other guy um, who I was also friends with. He's a bit of a loose cannon, right? Like right. He's a bit unpredictable. Anyway, so this friend tries to, and he doesn't really know him that well, tries to drag this other guy into the, into the jelly pool. So he's like pulling him because he's a spectator. He's pulling him in. And this guy has the most disproportionate response and just flings his arm over and glasses him on the head.
0: Oh. Oh, okay, wow.
1: And I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm not going to say his name. Um, uh, Jimmy. What the fuck, Jimmy? I'm like, yep. you can't just glass someone. I'm like, what are you, like, you could have just said no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, I don't want a jelly wrestle. Well, you didn't have to break a glass over his head. And then I'm like, my friend, I was just like, oh, man, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. He was like a bit dizzy because he just had a glass broken on his head. hmm and so I got him upstairs and got him into the shower and everything. And then he started freaking out in the shower um, because he thought there was. So he was, like, it was like washing himself, right? Hmm. To you know, and um, and the the jelly crystals look a look 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 a lot like glass, and there was a whole bunch in his underwear Ooh, from oof. jelly wrestling. Oof. And so he thought there was like his pubes were just covered in shards of glass, and so he was freaking out. And so he's like, oh man, oh god. He's like, oh no, they're just jelly crystals. And he's like, man, I thought, I thought, I thought my my wang was gonna be all sharded up from the glass. Oof, oof. But it was just the jelly crystals, thank God. That
0: classic glass shard jelly crystal mix up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It happens to everybody. Everybody's been through
1: it. Um, yeah, and then the rest of the night it was pretty, it was pretty fine. It was pretty tame. I Had the twenty first speeches. They were, they were good speeches. Like my brother and my brothers and sister made a speech couple of my good friends. One of my good friends at the time, who, in hindsight, was never a good friend, um, came for all... No, he didn't... He was going to turn up, but he'd recently come out of the closet and he got wooed on Grindr or on Manhunt or something. So ended up skipping, like, one of his best friends, 21st, to hook up with some dude in the city, which I was a bit disappointed. He felt really bad and he delivered a bottle of wine to me the next day. In apology, um, but still, it's not. Oh, st- still, it still doesn't, it's eh, not yeah, it. it's a bit of a dick move. Um, but yeah, no, everyone, everyone had a good time, and uh, ex- except the guy who got glassed. Yeah,
0: yeah, that that and not the definition of a good time in my books.
1: I don't know. It depends what you're into.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love getting glassed, mate. Makes you feel alive. If you survive, you just, feel alive. Have
1: you been to an Australian pub? Most people go there to get glassed <laughs> and just feel alive.
0: Yeah, any overseas listeners, if we have any overseas listeners, Australian pubs have a designated glassing zone where you go to and everyone just glasses each other. Yeah. And that's just allowed.
1: Yeah, it's just like a smoking area, but for glassing.
0: Yeah, it's like a glassing area.
1: Yeah, it's usually closed off, and the the floors are very easy to sweep up, so it's not like at the end of the night they just sweep up all the glass and it's fine. And that's just how it works. Just.
0: Blood everywhere, so you just wipe up the blood. Yeah, but it's all combined it to one area. Yeah, you know, it's That's it makes strange. it convenient. Mm. We're not pulling your leg. This is a true Australian custom. We love a bit of glassing.
1: And um, oh, and then um, I was pretty lucky at that twenty first because a, a few of my friends um, they they weren't my super close friends anymore because I was good friends with them in year nine, and then they sort of got like involved in drug culture and a, a lot of speed and meth and. God knows what else. Um, but they, they still they still turned up because I was still kind of friends with them. I didn't really talk to them that much anymore. But uh, anyway, long story short, at the end of the party, um, because they were taking things that make you never sleep, they were very much wide awake. And so they're like, oh, what are, you, what are we going to do? And I'm like, you could clean the house if you want. And they were so high on <laughs> speed, they just cleaned up the whole house.
0: Oh, huh. the upside of speed. Yeah. It makes you clean. It makes you clean up.
1: Yeah, makes you very awake and task oriented.
0: And wow, um, let me just write this down. Hold on. Speed makes you task oriented. Like
1: Ross is just like, I'm <laughs> gonna get so much stuff done.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. I, I procrastinate all the time.
1: That's pretty much the story of my twenty first.
0: Wow, that's it had everything.
1: It did. Yeah, and it had my ex girlfriend my first like serious girlfriend was there as well. And like, we'd broken up and we're, like, on and off again. So there was mm. this awkward tension throughout the whole party. And then we both just got drunk and got back together. Oof. And that was... So it was eventful.
0: That is an event.
1: I think it was the jealousy of seeing another woman tackle me in a pool of jelly.
0: That <laughs> that's what... That's what does it. Guys, that's you, like a fig <laughs> off a movie.
1: If you need to fix a relationship, <laughs> you're going to need an inflatable kid's pool, uh, two kilograms of sex jelly crystals...
0: Hold on, let me just write this oh, down, write hold on. Okay, yeah. okay.
1: And that's, you will mend any relationships. If your parents are divorced, what you're going to need is, <laughs> once again, an inflatable kid's pool, a bunch of jelly, uh, another woman to wrestle your dad.
0: <laughs> um, Remember that movie, The Parent Trap? Ignore yeah. all that, just get like an inflatable pool, put jelly in it, another oh, woman wrestle. yeah, Honestly, exactly.
1: The Parent Trap, that only works for rich people on summer camps. Like, a lot of people aren't rich, they can't no. afford a summer camp. No, no,
0: no, no. You know,
1: like, what you can afford, inflatable kids pool and some jelly crystals. Christ. Sound advice.
0: We're, we're doing it all today. We're giving out such great advice. Mm-hmm. Do speed.
1: Speed will get you stuff done. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, jelly wrestling will fix your relationship problems. Mm-hmm. That's how we'll attain world peace, just oh. jelly wrestling. It feels good.
0: Christ, we, we really, it really does feel good when you contribute something worthwhile To wider society. The
1: podcast is giving back. Yes. Um, So you've written a sketch about this, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So usually what we do in this podcast, you know, tell our guests, give us five dot points. We'll turn that into a script. It's what we do. And I didn't turn this into a party script for you. I think today is just now just the perfect opportunity to, to go through some certain scenes of the Deadpool sequel I wrote.
1: What? Really? Yes. This is Ross's script for Deadpool 2, even more Deadpool. Am I playing Deadpool? <laughs> yeah,
0: you're playing Deadpool now. What Al- does
1: he sound like again? Just Ryan Reynolds.
0: Yeah, so, like nothing. Okay. Nondescript.
1: All right, I can do that.
0: I'll do stage directions and pretty much every other character. We can break down each scene as it goes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I like to fancy myself as a late-night party boy, as depicted in the podcast name. But well Where can I see, like, a live comedy show, uh, you know, with that same kind of feeling?
1: Well, the problem is, a lot of the times, we aren't true to our feelings. We dull them down with substances, just to forget what it feels to be human.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: But if you like good feelings, and you like sketch comedy, there's two party boys that are doing a show this weekend. Oh. Party boys, you say? Boys who party.
0: Are they of the late night variety, or the early night
1: variety? I'll, I'll tell you this much, they're not doing the show in the morning, mate. (laughs) The show's not in the morning
0: (laughs) That would be very badly marketed Putting a show
1: in the morning That would be one hell of a marketing cock up Oh oh, oh, yes Late night party boys Butterfly Club 18th, 19th Get your tickets, 8.30
0: Deadpool 2 Even more Deadpool Exterior Empire State Building Day Deadpool stands on the roof of the Empire State Building this city is his to protect. With his barrage of snarky one liners about his dick, but those same dick liners make it obvious. Like like he knows he's in a movie and like that's that's cool and stuff.
1: I don't care much for women. MRA, MG2, M A G A.
0: He hears a gunshot. There's a scene that happened and a bank robbery has occurred. A no-good bank robber runs from the bank being chased by cops not on Deadpool's watch. He flies down. Does does Deadpool fly? Whatever, I don't care. He flies down and attaches himself to the bank robber's back in 3D.
1: Neo-Nazism is way wicked cool. Pepe the Frog, Pepe the Frog, Pepe the Frog.
0: Deadpool gives the bank robber a big old slappy in the face when bank robber boy pulls out a gun and shoots Deadpool in the fucking face.
1: Wasn't it funny?
0: Bank robber runs away like a city. Deadpool slowly gets up and quickly recovers from his bullet in the face, when bank robber luckily spontaneously combusts.
1: I'm a Deadpool. My dick. My dick cost a late night fee. Yo dick got the HIV. My dick place on the double feature screen Yo dick, we're straight to DVD My dick, bigger
0: than So that's the cold open what, 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 Do you think that's a great sort of entrance to this film?
1: It's, does Deadpool hate women that much? Was that?
0: Look, Deadpool really does appeal to like Reddit Redditors, uh, 410 Redditors. people And this is really just a pander more to them
1: Okay, fair enough I, I, don't really, I don't really know the full extent of it I saw the movie and it was Okay
0: But, had the bank robber, right? Spontaneous like a bus? That's crazy.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, next scene.
0: Alright, alright. So, next scene. Interior police office, day. Lieutenant Crokey sits down with Deadpool at his desk. And Deadpool is just sitting there, being all Deadpool. Listen, Deadpool. I called you in for one reason, one reason only. You need to go back to high school, Deadpool. Specifically high school, like I just said. You need to go get your hot, hot diploma. We can't be having a high school dropout running about the joint.
1: No way, Lieutenant, I'm a cool kid. A rebel. I don't need your establishment. I hate the X-Men.
0: God damn it, Deadpool! You are itchy and re- irreverent. And the way you make meta-references, being so aware of the larger comic book universe, that's great stuff! It's why we love you, but you need to go back to high school and get your diploma, or otherwise, we'll never allow you to fight crime again. Deadpool, with no choice, looks at the camera and shrugs his shoulders as if to say, "What are you gonna do?" Because really, well, what is he gonna do? He ain't got no choice. The opening of "Just a Girl" by No Doubt starts up.
1: Uh oh! Looks like old Deadpool's gonna get his dick wet—his education dick.
0: Interior high school day. The camera does one of those cool, like wicked cool, crane shots overlooking the school. As Deadpool walks through the gates, backpack in tow,
1: look out, high school! Deadpool's gonna be all up in ya.
0: Just then, a group of no-good jocky jocks bump into Deadpool. Angry, lead jock boy turns to confront him. Watch where you're going. Uh,
1: D- Deadpool.
0: Deadpool? More like a life pool. You're never gonna be a hip, cool renegade like us jock boys. Jock boys for life.
1: I'm just here to get my diploma. I don't
0: want no Tell you what, a pool, kick this football over the school building and we'll consider not giving you a reverse butt wedgie. Jockboy grabs an old pigskin out of thin hair and gives it to Deadpool. Deadpool looks at the ball, then looks over the building, looks at the ball again, and really gives that pigskin a swift kick. It goes all the way up to Spaceland. The jockboys are impressed, then accept Deadpool into their group by joyously circling around him. Wow, a Alivepool! That was super awesome! You're number one cool boy now, like one of us! Deadpool is over the moon when he spies a cute girl walking by. Everything slows down and shit. It's real romantic, or something. Deadpool is captivated, he nudges Jockboy.
1: Who's that over there? Is she 18?
0: <laughs> That's Lisa Campanelli, of the Campanelli fortune! She's as rich as she is unlikely to talk to you. She's from another side of the tracks alive, pool. The tracks you aren't on! Deadpool continues to stare. She stares back and gives Deadpool a smile. Deadpool will get her.
1: I will get her. I mean, if it's all legal. Nah, probably still.
0: No, you won't. Now, come on. We've got chemistry. End scene. Okay, so we've really set up the plot of this film. It's, high, it's Deadpool. It's going back to high school. It's like is a whack. This
1: wack- is this just never being kissed for us. Like, this is a reporter. Except it's just a... Like... Crime-fighting person going back to high school to do an ex—I don't know. I thought I was onto something. I wasn't.
0: It look. It is. It is never been kissed mm, with
1: A mixed superhero. with
0: super. Exactly. Okay. It's it's original. It's no people want that.
1: People won't realize it. Yeah, that was twenty years ago. That film. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True yeah. Barrymore.
0: Like who knows? Who knows? I, this, this film escalates. This film just escalates. I, I, I know it let's, will. I, let's, know you, let's, Ross, I know it's going to escalate. Let's look. Now, there is actually a party scene, but I want to read right now. It's interesting. It's interesting. That's the next, very next scene. Let's just go to that now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Interior house party night. All of the cool kids are partying up, including Deadpool, holding a red solo cup. A junkie approaches Deadpool. He looks sketchy, being old, junkie like, and everything. Hey man, want some drugs?
1: Drugs? No thanks, I'm not a drug boy. I'm a clean boy.
0: Oh, I see! You think you're above the drug taking experience? That drugs might and will mess you up? You think you're better than me? Deadpool contemplates for a hot minute.
1: Well, when you put it that way.
0: Junkie, excited, hands Deadpool a whole bunch of ecstasy pills. Deadpool starts seeing some very vivid colors.
1: The colors I'm seeing are so vivid.
0: Montage. Deadpool imagines himself flying in the cosmos. He grows Pegasus wings. He fights a molten man in a Roman gladiator style arena. He starts crying tears. Tears of rainbows. His whole body then turns to a bunch of Deadpool faces, all accompanied by an awe-inspiring psychedelia soundtrack.
1: The high school experience is a terrible one.
0: In real life, Deadpool is crying in the corner in the fetal position, vomiting. Just then, a vampire crashes in through the window. I am a vampire, and the only way to defeat me is to tango up in this here, bitch. Everyone yells and screams. They are scared. Deadpool, needing to be a hero, wipes the tears and puke off himself and gets up. He'll be the one to defeat the vampire.
1: God damn it, I'm Deadpool. I'm gonna tango up in this here, bitch.
0: Salsa music comes on. Deadpool dances. He's good at it. He's jarrating his little tango butt. What a salsa butt. A salsa tango butt.
1: It's all in the butt, vampy.
0: The vampire, intimidated, grabs a stake and stabs himself in the old heart and dies.
1: My big salsa dick is a-swingin'.
0: He's so obsessed with his dick! Sweet! Everyone rushes over to Deadpool and hugs and lifts him up. Sally, a popular cheerleader, rushes over and kisses him on the cheek. Deadpool blushes until he spots Lisa across the way, who takes off in a huff when she spots them both. Okay, so this is, like, the point in the movie I forgot to explain. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, There's another woman, Sally, Deadpool and her have a thing, but, like, you know, true. the the viewer will see it and go, it's meant to be Deadpool and Lisa, not Deadpool and Sally. But we sort of play with that sort of, like... The romantic tension. Yes, yes. And, look, the vampire's there because...
1: Is there a vampire (laughs) in the Marvel Universe?
0: Well, there's going to be a vampire in this one. Is there? Yes.
1: Is it this one that you've written? This one I've I've written, yes. Okay. Not the next Deadpool.
0: In this Deadpool, once I hand it to Hollywood and they...
1: Okay, once they love it.
0: Look, in my head, there hadn't been, like, a big fight scene in a while. I felt like there needed to be a fight scene. That
1: That was a big fight scene? A vampire stabbing himself in the heart? Yes. Like Deadpool didn't Look. even kill the guy. The guy killed himself. Deadpool like...
0: did a salsa.
1: No, like the guy was just salsa like... is
0: like the fighting it was of a dance. Tango.
1: It was a tango. Tango is
0: the fighting of dance.
1: But tango is not a salsa. And maybe oh. it's just like he's like he's just upset. He's like, he's solcering and I said it was a tango and stabs himself.
0: Well, I don't think I don't think audiences will know the difference, so I think it's
1: fine. I think they will.
0: No, 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 no.
1: I mean I mean the consumer they're not a dumb, mindless group of people who just do what they you tell them to, Ross. They won't just believe everything they're told.
0: Like that, uh, Australian bars have glassing areas. Yeah. Because that's true.
1: That that well, that's true.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you should believe that.
1: Um. Yeah, but I mean, the fight sequence—these you know, Marvel ones—they're—they're they're massive. They're like they fly off roofs, they punch through concrete walls, they tear out local people's te- hearts and stuff.
0: The vampire will cost so much it will require so much CGI just to get that whole look of him turning into dust after he stabs himself in the heart.
1: That's a very simple effect now.
0: No 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 we want to go big with I want to go big with this
1: when the villain commits suicide because he loses a dance off <laughs> exactly it's what at a team house party. Oh Ross you've got to so... go original, you' got to go original I mean, man. I mean, it's original. I'll give it that.
0: Look, so many fight scenes are just punch, punch, kick, whatever. I wanted to go some somewhere are there any different. Any
1: superpowers used? Does Deadpool have any superpowers? Oh, he can heal. Right, he heals. Oh, I don't
0: fucking know. I didn't see Deadpool.
1: There's a, there's a high school dance scene. I see.
0: Yep. This is like the. This will be the last scene. This mm. is where everything kind of comes together. Okay. So just imagine, some things have gone on. <laughs> Interior high school dance night. Sally and Deadpool enter the gym. Sally wearing a long beautiful dress and Deadpool wearing a long beautiful tuxedo. They join the others in dancing on the gym floor. Oh Deadpool, I'm so glad i am gone to the big high school dance with you.
1: Uh, yeah me too Sally.
0: Deadpool looks around nervously. He isn't as sure. He spies Lisa standing by the punch bowl table. This stirs up something in his loins. His heart loins.
1: Look Sally, you're super hot. But sometimes love isn't about who is or isn't super hot. It's about who you relate to on a personal level. And also isn't a total uggo. Uh, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't I would, date a total uggo.
0: What are you saying?
1: I need to be with someone else.
0: Deadpool breaks away from Sally and goes to join Lisa.
1: Can I have this dance?
0: You really break my heart, Deadpool. But okay. As a female character in a Hollywood movie, I have no agency of my own. I must do what the male character tells me to do. Interior, back of Deadpool's car, later that night. Deadpool and Lisa are making out like two wild, ravenous, hormonal hormonal teenagers are so wont to do when Deadpool goes to unhook Lisa's bra. No, Deadpool. Stop. I can't. I can't do this. This is my first time.
1: As is mine.
0: Lisa, overtaken with romantical romance, slips her tongue deep in Deadpool's throat as they go at it like two wild baboons hopped up on THC. If that THC was cut with crystal meth...
1: I want to slip up inside your... My, it's, what? I want, I want you to slip up inside my guts.
0: Lisa pulls Deadpool's hair. Deadpool hangs onto Lisa's nose. Things are getting out of control and steamy now. Stick your finger inside my ear. Deadpool sticks his fingers up both of Lisa's nostrils and massages her face with vegetable oil.
1: Spit on my face and call me Uncle Spitty.
0: <laughs> Lisa hawks a major Loogie on Deadpool, then hocks several more coats of saliva. Things are starting to get intense now. Grab a baseball bat and whack my buttocks like the first pitch at the World Series.
1: Recite Advanced Australia Fair backwards.
0: Cripple my nipple, slip on my triple!
1: Gobble my trouble. Call me
0: Aunt! Auntie Lisa!
1: I want full-time access to your bank account.
0: I want seven cars, four of them yours, three of them mine, because I know how much you like cars.
1: Call me the Prime Minister of Sexin, because I be Sexin' the country of Sexin.
0: Put coins in my butt.
1: Put coins in my butt.
0: Give me encyclopedic knowledge of all world tragedies.
1: Tell me your worst, best, weirdest party story and I'll turn it into a ridiculous comedy script.
0: Make this podcast number one on iTunes. Deadpool and Lisa are going at it donkey style, like the style of two donkeys when the bank robber pops out from behind the window. Hey, it's me, the bank robber. The one that spontaneously combusted from, from, a, from the cold open. Bet you weren't expecting me.
1: This bank robber is hitting my G-spot of righteous anger. And I'm not gonna stop squirting my fists against his face.
0: Deadpool punches the bank robber through the window and starts pummeling him really fast and shit. Deadpool flies out, breaks bank robber's neck, unbreaks it, then breaks both of his legs. Now, this is a really intense CGI karate fight sequence that's way wicked cool and stuff. This goes on for about ten minutes until...
1: The bank robber. He's dead. I killed him. With my moves.
0: Lisa rushes after to Deadpool. My hero! Lieutenant Kirky he also rushes up to Deadpool. Guess what, Deadpool? That bank robber was the reason I made you go back to high school. He was a student, and I knew if I put you in high school, you'd catch him.
1: So I didn't need a diploma?
0: You got that too! Lieutenant Crokey hands Deadpool a diploma.
1: Duh. This diploma reminds me of my dick.
0: Everyone on the scene laughs. <laughs> oh Deadpool. And
1: uh-huh. That's So you've never seen the first one?
0: I don't think I need to.
1: I think you you might. Nah. I mean I think I got it. Alright. It was nothing like my party story.
0: Well, no it wasn't. There was that one party scene sequence.
1: And if you- There was a party mentioned in there.
0: Look, if it had just been one party story you told that had a vampire in it, it would have been fine. So, what would you give these scenes out of ten? And you can't go below a nine.
1: I guess uh, I guess it'd be a nine That's a solid Solid nine for me Oh that's
0: Great It's wonderful It's um, When
1: Yeah Good stuff
0: But you did get that We're looking to get tie-ins From Hungry Jacks With this film right Oh yeah The subtlety It was very subtle But there was
1: Subliminal Hungry Jacks messaging Definitely
0: Definitely We
1: knew those sponsors
0: Yeah <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a fan of this podcast, Damien and I are having troll shows this weekend of November 18th and 19th at the Butterfly Club at Five Cars in Place off Little Collins Street. Late Night Party Boys, Party in Progress. Google it, get tickets online. And look, if you're not entirely convinced for about, from this podcast, we're going to give you a hot preview of a sketch that didn't even make the show.
1: This is the stuff we threw out. Yeah. Can you imagine... What we kept in? If this is a kind of shit we're throwing out, this comedy gold we're just like, hey, this is worth a lot. But, but I mean, we've got stuff that's worth so much more than this. I mean, this is going in the bin for now. Just put it in the bin. Just in the
0: bin. If you love watching bins, you're gonna love love listening to this next this sketch preview.
1: Because that's where it went. It went in the <coughs> bin. <coughs> ha.
0: Ha. <coughs> <coughs> uh. mm. <coughs> oh, hi. I need to go to the doctor's.
1: Look, you've got a very bad illness. You should go to the doctor's. It's the responsible thing to do, Carmichael.
0: I know. That's why I'm here and doctor right
1: now. Well, look, I just don't let anyone walk in and see the doctor. Uh, you've got to make an appointment. I'm just the guy who holds the door. It's a very fancy doctor's office, and I'm, I'm, I'm the guy at the door who lets the people in. I've never been
0: to a hospital that had a doorman before.
1: Well, you've never been to a fancy hospital, Carmichael. Oh. He you must mo- have been to a public hospital where they treat you like dirt, and they rub dirt in your wounds, and they don't, they don't treat people who are dirty. So that's the problem. I've got all this dirt
0: in my wounds, and it's getting affected.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do for you here.
0: See, that was a preview of a sketch that didn't make the show. Didn't didn't make it. Pretty much because we didn't have an idea for it. We didn't have an ending.
1: We just had a dirty boy trying to get
0: treated. We just wanted to do something with British accents, but then we thought... Then we didn't do good British accents. No. I mean, we can try doing the same sketch
1: in a German accent right now. now. There's different connotations with Germans and dirt. People just, their minds go to poo, and I don't want to do that. Right. Go see
0: the trial shows this
1: weekend. It would be fabulous.
0: That sketch didn't make the show either.
1: That it was, was just us. It was, it was weirdly yeah.
0: metal, meta and uh, self promotional.